Hi everyone, this is Kavita, Certified Empowerment Coach and Hypnotherapist, and you are listening to the Enlightened Heart Podcast, where we explore topics that empower HSPs and empaths to go from surviving to thriving in the world. I use my years of coaching, my personal experience, and my training to provide deep insights and implementable strategies to help you thrive. everyone and welcome to this episode of the Enlightened Heart Podcast. And today I am so excited to have with me my oldest son, David Melwani, um, because he is going to talk about the teenage experience, especially around anxiety. And I thought this was really important for my community to hear about. So Thaven is a junior in high school. He enjoys running, is the Key Club PR chair, is part of Ambassadors, and he recently wrote a series of blogs about anxiety. So welcome, David. Hi. Yes, hi. So uh, David, tell me, let's start. You know, I always ask my guests if they're a highly sensitive person or empath. Do you consider yourself either I think I am a highly sensitive person. Okay, so you consider yourself highly sensitive person, and how long do you have you known that? Not very long, maybe like one or two years. It's something very new to me. Yeah, so it's pretty new. And how do you think being a highly sensitive person impacts anxiety overall in your experience? I think when I experience anxiety, it it's more intense since I'm a highly sensitive person. Okay. So I'll say that, that, that you're not alone with that. I've heard that from my clients and, you know, that's been my own experience. So as a highly sensitive person, you can experience emotions deeply, right? And you feel things deeply. So that is not something that is new. So tell me a little bit about your journey about this anxiety First, how it's been showing up for you? I think that I like absorb the stress in a way so I don't react immediately, but then it comes out in like sometimes I have like episodes where I'm just very upset or mad. And then um, it definitely spiked during the pandemic because I'm an extrovert and um, I like meeting people and it makes me more calm, it makes me more happy. And that wasn't happening during the pandemic. So I think that's what made my anxiety spike during the pandemic. Yeah. So it, things got worse because, oh, you're an extrovert and an and a highly sensitive person, right? So there is this, there is a percentage of people that are extroverts and highly sensitive. Some people think that you have to be an introvert to be highly sensitive. And that's just not true. So you're a, an example of someone that didn't get the, what for them was their version of taking care of themselves, of self-care during the pandemic because of lockdown and restrictions so that you couldn't socialize. Yeah. Yes. And so then you would say that that really made your anxiety peak. And so when you said that you absorb things and you have episodes, what what happens then? I think I take it out on the people around me. Definitely my family. I 
sometimes like I I won't be having the best day and then I'll just like spiral downhill from there. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, you know, when you're in that moment where you're taking out the anxiety, because it has to come out somehow, right? Yeah. And so for you, some of the ways that you uh, release that tension, release the anxiety is you start to say things that you don't mean. Yeah. Okay. And so then what made you realize that you were experiencing anxiety? It was just talked about a lot. And then I saw that, oh, sometimes like I feel this way. And so then I realized like I put two and two together and realized like, oh, I have anxiety. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so when you were able to find the label of anxiety, was that helpful? It was. It was also, like, scary. Like, I didn't want to admit it at first Mm -hmm. because I thought it made me, like, a lesser person that I had anxiety. Okay. But it was, like, almost like there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Okay. And so then where are you now about accepting this? I mean... It's definitely different now because um, of the pandemic. But before, I think I just felt a bit different. But now I feel, um, I don't know, I like know it's a part of me and it's something that I'm going to have to deal with and I shouldn't try to like fight it or like not deny it, just accept it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, learning to accept that is helpful, yeah. right? Instead of denying and pretending that it's not happening. Yeah. Okay. And so if you, um, if you could tell, give some advice to someone that is experiencing anxiety, what would you tell them? I would say that it's a common thing. So don't feel like, oh, my life is so much worse because I have it because a lot of people experience anxiety and the first step is accepting it and then knowing what what's an outlet for you for your anxiety and what makes you like feel better, that would definitely help also. Yeah. So finding the outlets, right? For you, it's socializing. And exercising also, I find, makes me less anxious. Okay. So exercising as well, right? So you make sure and do those things for yourself. Okay. And so tell me about your blog. So you wrote this blog, Mm -hmm. right? I know it was part of a project. Yes. Um, Tell me more about that. What did you write about it? I had uh, I had a series of six blog posts, and then all of them were studying a dif- different aspect of stress. So one of them was about like neurobiology of stress, so how it affects you, like from the time the signal gets to your brain, and what ch- changes happen to your body, and why those like elicit the common responses of like oh high blood pressure, and then others were like good stress because. I think when people think of stress, they think it's all bad, but there's an amount of stress that actually boosts like performance and stuff. And so I wrote about that also. I also wrote about COVID's impacts on adolescents with my personal experience along with some data. And so there's other examples, but I, those are just some of the examples of like the aspects of stress I wrote about. Okay. So tell me more about the COVID part. I know for you, it's been the not being able to socialize that's mm-hmm. impacted you. Yeah. What are some other things you found in that blog? I kind of talked about the whole schooling situation and how schooling was changed. 
everything was shut down. It was so sudden. And then we're suddenly supposed to do mix our like home and work environments. And so I talked about that also. Yeah. And so is that the experience that some of your friends have been having as well? Yeah. I think since they're at home, they like have a lack of motivation because they're in their room when they're in their room, they think, Oh, it's time to relax and stuff or like chill. And that during this year, that hasn't been the case. Like they've had to do school and stuff. And so they've had a lot less motivation to do their schoolwork and stuff. Yeah. So the stress has been said. And when you're under increased stress, that also increases anxiety. Yeah. Yes. When, when you wrote about this COVID, did you, um, did you notice anything else with your friends or find anything else in there besides that? You know, you're mixing home life and school life. You don't have that separation, right? Where your room yeah. is usually a place of relaxation and yeah. chill and all that stuff. And you didn't have that. A lot of your friends didn't have that also. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah. Um, so I didn't write a, a lot about like my experience with my friends in that specific article, but, um, I think a lot of them were like telling me that like, oh, they're so stressed about this because they still had tests and stuff and grades were still a thing. And so that also increased their stress because grades unfortunately matter a lot. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that causes, does that, Im- okay. And does that impact worry about the grades and being at home all the time? Did that impact your anxiety as well? Yeah. Okay. And so then when you think about, Um, the future of moving forward, right? Things are opening up and you're able to do things. There are still going to be anxiety, right? Yeah. Okay. And so, (laughs) so how are you planning to work with anxiety moving forward? So I've realized like my outlets, Mm -hmm. like during COVID, because I think I took meeting people for granted a lot and I didn't realize like that's what made me less stressed. So during that, that's what I realized. So definitely continue meeting with people and exercising as my outlets and accepting that I have anxiety Mm -hmm. moving forward. Okay, good. And then what about the whole COVID situation? And, you know, it wasn't just COVID, but there were all these other scenarios happening around us, right? Uh, The social justice movement and Mm -hmm. all that. Did that impact your anxiety? I don't think those did as much because, um, I try to avoid the news as much because I think in my opinion, like the news focus on the negative mainly. And so whenever I like view the news, I get more anxious about what's going on in the world. And so I think if I had seen the news and read more about the news, then I definitely would have been even more anxious because of what was going on in the world at that time. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're avoiding the news. That's actually good advice for a lot of adults too. Yeah. to avoid the news. If that, if that brings their anxiety yeah. up and it stresses them out. There are ways if you want to, if people want to know what's going on in the world without watching yeah. the news, right? Um, and so what, you know, there are other parents, I'm sure, listening to this and they're concerned about their kids. What would you tell parents whose kid parents who they're noticing that their kids may be anxious? Just to like take it easy on them because, um, Unfortunately, school nowadays has become a lot very, like there's a lot of pressure to do well. And so they're already super stressed from school. And so 
if you ask them how their day was and then do that stuff, like, and if they, like, and not, like, keep pressuring them to do certain things, maybe that'll make them, like, feel better. And then just talking to them whenever I, like, I talk to my parents and tell them how I'm feeling, I feel a lot better after. So just talking to them about, like, what's going on in their life and what they can do to help. Yes. Okay. So... So not putting pressure. Yes. Right. And there's a lot of pressure at school. Yes. What are some of the pressures at school? And you talked about how you need to do well in school, like have good grades, right? Yeah. Okay. What are some other pressures that you feel at school? This is just might be my situation of living in such a competitive place, Mm -hmm. but um, you never feel like, you might be like super intelligent and smart, but you won't feel it because you're surrounded by that. And then there's like friends, but there's also like a competitive culture within the school. And so like, there's just pressure to perform even better compared to those other students. And because, um, the, because since college has got so much more like, harder to get in now because more people are applying and stuff. That's definitely another pressure. Mm-hmm. So you're feeling pressure because you have to do well and then you have friends, but you're also, there's also competition between the friends. Like it's almost unsaid or things said verbally right now. It's not unsaid. It's just like there. It's there. Okay. Yeah. And so, yeah, we're, we're in an area with a lot of smart people. Yes. Right. <laughs> so even if you're smart, you may not see that. Okay. And so I will have a link to the blog uh-huh. that you've created available for the listeners in the show notes. Um, is there any resource that you'd like to share? I always ask my guests for a resource to share. There's this meditation I do on YouTube that it's the first thing that comes up when you search up five minute meditation. It's by Goodful or a 10 minute meditation for anxiety specifically. And those really help me calm down and like, grounding exercises and stuff like that really helped me calm down. So maybe just searching up videos for those, like for -hmm. yourself or for your kids or for whoever you may think that's feeling anxious, those really help. So, yeah. So meditation, visualizations, we can actually put the links for the ones you use for for the listeners so they can access those directly or they can do searches on their own, right? So to summarize... Right? You are under a lot of pressure and you, not just you, but a lot of your friends and peers are under a lot of pressure. There's pressure to do well, you know, go to college. And then when we had this last uh, year plus, year and a half, that's also caused a lot more stress and anxiety for you. One of the things that we can do as a parent is to talk to you and ask you and not put more pressure on you. Okay. Great. So anything else you want to share that came through in your blogs? It sounds like meditation's helpful, movement's helpful for you, socializing is yeah. helpful for you. Um, anything else? I think that social media is a great thing and it connects people, but it also could give false views of other people's lives and they may post pictures of them in certain places and you may seem oh they have like perfect lives but that might not be the case so maybe for you or for your kid just have that critical thinking with social media because once I like realize like oh this isn't their life then 
when I was using social media, I wasn't feeling as like lonely or like ungrateful. Yeah. So, so for you, when you realize that that's not really what it's what they choose to show yeah. you, right? Then that helped. But when you were just looking at social media, especially when we were isolated, yeah, how did you feel? I used it mainly to communicate with people, but um, I don't think social media specifically during isolation made it worse. Mm -hmm. I think just in general, like, it causes anxiety sometimes. Social Mm -hmm. media can cause, like, loneliness and anxiety sometimes. Yeah, that's interesting, right? Because it's meant to connect people, right? So what about the social media causes the anxiety, the looking at just what's good in the life of the manicured pictures of people's lives and like Mm -hmm. then you're just like it's jealousy mixed with anxiety and just like being ungrateful Mm -hmm. even though you might have a lot but you're like oh but they have this and stuff and Mm -hmm. so yeah so you focus on what you don't have instead of what you have right so the gratitude so gratitude is also helpful yeah okay That's good. All right. Thank you. It was so great to have you on the podcast. And so I'll have all those links available in the show notes. And I want to encourage parents to talk to your teens. Um, And, you know, they are suffering through this right now, especially we've all been through a very traumatic experience and difficult time. So, um I will be back again next time. Till then, take good care. Thank you for joining us for the Enlightened Heart Podcast, where we focus on issues that are relevant to support highly sensitive people and empaths to thrive in this world instead of just surviving. I created this podcast to support people like you and me. So if you are called please take a moment to write a review because you are truly appreciated as a listener and I would love to be able to share this knowledge with others. Your review is like an invitation for others to join you. Until next time, take good care. Bye.